Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh. My name's Morgan. And this week we were going to talk about Daleks. We we're going to be talking about the Dalek design and how it's evolved over the years. And it's going to be really interesting and exciting for you. However, even more interestingly and excitingly, loads of Doctor Who news has broken since we promised that. So we're going to delay the Daleks for a little bit. Um, you know, just just maybe till next week, maybe a little longer, unless there's loads more news breaks, uh, because there's a lot to talk about. I mean, since the last episode, um, they've released a trailer uh, for the Doctor Who Christmas special, so we've learned a little bit more about the story and kind of the stakes and things like that. Um, and also, I think, Morgan, uh, we have some new casting news, don't we? Yep, the guest cast for Revolution of the Daleks has also been uh, revealed. So we know now that Chris Noth, um, who made his debut as, as Jack Robertson, the corrupt business mogul in Series 11's Arachnids in the UK, he's going to be back uh, for this new New Year's Day special. Uh, that's also confirmed now that it will be airing on BBC One on, on the 1st of January. Um, and then also Harriet Walter, she'll be playing uh, a character called Joe Patterson, who we believe, it looks like she's the Prime Minister. I don't think that's been 100% confirmed, but that seems to be the case. Um, and then also Nathan Stewart Jarrett, um, who you might know from uh, Misfits and uh, a bunch of other series. Uh, he is playing a character called Leo Ragazzi. So yeah, quite a great uh, guest lineup as well. But in other cast news that's even bigger, um, <laughs> it's also been revealed, uh, finally confirmed rather, that we're also saying goodbye to a couple of people. Yeah, Bradley Walsh and Tosin Cole are officially, actually, factually, leaving Doctor Who um, after Revolution of the Daleks. So this has been rumoured for a while, and we've mentioned it on this mm. podcast before, but this is the first time that it's actually been confirmed. And yeah, I mean, it's sad, isn't it? It is sad, but I, you know, and this is in no way a slight on, on, on either of the sort of the performers or the characters. I think actually going forward, it may be a good thing um, mm. for, for Doctor Who. You know, I was reading our story about their departure on, on radiotimes.com. And, and it mentions that they've starred in or, or will have starred in by, by news day, 22 episodes. Um, and it gave me pause a little bit. I was like, is that, is that right? Because it kind of, kind of feels like those characters have only just arrived. Um, and I sort of argue with, with three companions, which is something we've talked about before, but there hasn't been as much room to develop all of them um, as there has been in previous series of Doctor Who, where you only had one, one passenger aboard um, the TARDIS, yeah, arguably with that many characters and in a sort of fast-paced adventure format like Doctor Who, it is tough to give them all um, the, the, the character development that they they deserve. You know, something like Ryan's dyspraxia was, was introduced, not really explored in, in great depth um, during his run on the show. Um, we had odd moments where, where Graham would touch on his fears about falling ill again, um, but that was kind of shaken off, which I know caused a bit of discussion and debate at the time. Um, and so, so for me, like as much as I've enjoyed those characters and Graham in particular, I'm very fond of as a character. And, and I think Bradley Walsh has been terrific on the show. Um, I, I, I think it might not be a bad thing necessarily to strip back that lead cast um, in order to sort of focus a little more consistently on, on Yaz as a character and her relationship with the Doctor. Because for me, if you were going to keep just one of that trio, again, much as I, I do like, Graham as a character, and I think you know Ryan has his his strengths too. I do think Yaz is the one with the most potential to go on. The interesting thing as well, because I definitely when the series started, I would have said Graham was like the standout of the three of them, and he's the one mm. who I was most interested in. But actually, and I think this is a strange thing about it, I never really got the sense that Graham and Ryan particularly enjoyed traveling with the Doctor or got much from it. Yaz definitely yeah. had the very traditional 
starry-eyed companion who's absolutely sort of swept away and blown away by everything and like really like almost in love with the doctor in, in a way um but graham and ryan it's sort of like they sort of seemed quite reluctant to go and they complained a lot which is quite funny because it it was just you know graham was sort of being like oh yeah doc thanks for showing us these amazing things but my back's killing me yeah. <laughs> it was always yeah. a bit of that like, oh i'm starving when are we gonna have a sit down and it was just like why are you here like you, like when like Ryan seemed much happier when they went home and he played basketball with his friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. And uh, as much, I think that sort of those personality traits of Graham they work as as part of an ensemble. Mm. But again, if you're gonna um, lose two of those three companions, you it, I don't think the dynamic would work with just the Thirteenth Doctor and Graham. Mm. I think if you're gonna just keep one of those companions. Um, I, th I think Yaz is, is the smart choice to go for. Although having, having said that, you know, talking about will there now be sort of more breathing room, um, more, more space to develop Yaz as a character, it is possible, of course, that there could be a new companion or companions. This is, this is what I was thinking about because it does seem a bit drastic to go from like, f you know, four lead characters to two, drop three companions to one. And although that's kind of, it would, in a way, it's, I think it's what I might prefer because we've not really had that one Doctor, one companion dynamic mm. Um, since, I mean, kind of the early days of Pearl Mackie, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like, which is a good, you know, it doesn't, which isn't that long ago, but it's like three years ago. Um, so that's kind of interesting to me. The idea of, you know, this Doctor and Yaz, just the two of them, you feel like you could explore them a lot more and it could be a really great series. That said, I'm like, would the series, would that be their big thing for season 13? Would they be like, all we're, all we're advertising for season 13 is we've lost two characters and we haven't gained anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm sort of like, this is the opportunity for them to kind of, breathe a bit of fresh life into it. That's always the thing with a recasting, isn't it? It's big publicity. Oh, here's the new companion. Drums up excitement about the series. Like, it feels like, would they pass that up? I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, it's something Stephen Moffat, I think, talked about, and that we've talked about on this podcast before, this idea that um, pretty, pretty much, not always, pretty much every series of Doctor Who from the 2005 relaunch onwards, there would always be something new on, on which mm. to sell it. So um, either, you know, more commonly a new companion, but also sometimes a new Doctor. There was always one of... One of the two, um, and, and you're right. It, it, it's an odd thing to sell series thirteen on just the fact that there's um, two fewer lead cast members. It does feel like maybe you want to throw in um, something something fresh and, and new. Um, I think as well, there's maybe an assumption that we'll get at least one new companion to even up the gender balance and maybe introduce yeah. a, a male companion. I think that's the assumption. You know that may not necessarily be the case. Um, it may well be that there are just there is just a female doctor and a, and a single female companion. They could even you know introduce another companion who's again um, female or you know or non-binary. Anything you know it's kind of all up for grabs. I think there's an assumption that there's going to be a new male companion, and it may not be the case. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think Chris Chibnall's spoken before about how like he kind of wanted there to be something for everybody in in his TARDIS team lineup. You know, he kind of mm. wanted to appeal to different like uh different generations and you know different mm. people and so you do sort of wonder whether he's going to try and do that again by adding someone else in but equally they are filming at the moment and we haven't heard any rumors do you know what i mean we haven't heard anything i mean unless i've just not been looking at the right corners of the internet um <laughs> but we haven't heard any sort of whispers about it and you feel like now that they've announced this this you know big departure it could be that they'll announce something if it is there but maybe they're just not going to i mean maybe there's another thing in this series that we don't know about that is going to be the big hook like you said like you know, I'm not sure if we want to give it away yet, but there's been some leaked filming photos which hint at some things happening, which look mm. quite interesting. So maybe that would be a hook, you know, some returning monsters, stuff like that. Maybe there's like something else, you know, maybe 
the fact that they're doing a series under coronavirus restrictions is interesting enough. You know, maybe to be honest, they would have had a new companion, but you know, now maybe won't because they want to keep things as simple as possible. I mean, you never know. No, I think, and I think there's definite upsides, as I was saying, to just having um, a single doctor and, or as you know, a single companion with the doctor. Um, in that, it will allow more room for sort of character development and that one single character arc. And like you said, there are other ways in which to kind of drum up interest and to have that novelty value. So, um, with the, the last series, series twelve, yeah, it was the same doctor, same companions, but you had Sasha Dewan as a new version of the Master, which sure. was kind of. Um, initially, at least, that was kind of like a big selling point for that series. So something like that is a is a possibility, it's a possibility as well. I suppose though, before um, they depart, we should talk a bit more about um, Graham and Ryan and maybe some of our favourite moments from their their Doctor Who tenure. You're doing it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's a really good question. I mean, I feel like Graham's had some really good bits. I'm trying to think of my best Graham moments. I think he definitely, in the first series, he definitely stood out quite a bit. I also quite enjoyed the episodes where you sort of realised Bradley Walsh had to do some filming for The Chase. Um, so he's not <laughs> with the rest of the cast. And he'd just sort of be off doing in a different room with a different like guest character chatting to them yeah. for no reason. Um, I always quite enjoyed that. No, um, it's a really good question. I'm trying to think of the best I mean, moments for them. I loved, obviously, apart from the soft shoe shuffle, um, <laughs> Don't but for me, the old soft shoe shuffle. <laughs> for me, because that well, that's the thing is that Bradley Walsh is a very talented comic performer, and Graham often is a very funny character. But I actually enjoyed it when he got to show off um, some of his you know dramatic chops and show that he could play it a little more straight. So it's not necessarily my favourite episode, but um, in the Battle of Ranskorab Kolos, you have that moment where um, they've sort of twigged that you know um, Tim Shaw is on the planet. Um, and Graham has a sort of face-off with the Doctor. Um, and he's sort of saying, you know, I'm going to kill this thing that, that killed my wife. And the Doctor essentially says, look, if you do that, you're off the TARDIS. And he's just like, yep, fine. I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And, and, and I, <laughs> well, yeah, that's killing me. <laughs> like, <laughs> once I've had a sandwich. No, but like, I, I did like those moments where, where Bradley Walsh got to, as I say, kind of dem um, demonstrate that he is a capable dramatic actor as well as being very funny on screen. Yeah, I mean, that kind of reminds me of um, in another episode, which a lot of people really liked. I, I wasn't such a fan of it. It takes you away. I think mm. the acting he does with Sharon D. Clark in that episode yes. is really moving. Like, I thought that was really sweet. And also in, um, actually, we mentioned Arachnids in the UK. There's that scene when he goes back to their house on his own and sort of thinks he sees her ghost or whatever, and then kind of just looking around. Like, all that stuff worked really well. I actually think it's a shame that they didn't do as much of that in series 12. I mean, I guess they kind of wanted him. He had to have kind of accepted grace's mm. death and moved on a bit but i think he did struggle a bit with that you know what i think the equivalent for ryan is probably actually resolution um yeah yeah when he confronts his father and stuff it's weird because i've sort of forgotten a bit about that episode but i've been looking at it again a bit because obviously this new episode is set to be a kind of follow-up to that i do feel like you kind of got a lot more out of ryan with that and it's a shame we didn't really see more of his father and explored that relationship i think this is the thing though we've said this before it never quite felt like with the three companions there was enough room to kind of play mm. around with it i mean if you look back at bill say we only got a tiny bit of time to talk about like her backstory like we sort of knew about her mum and we knew about her stepmom who wasn't very really nice and that was about it and that was kind of all that they could fit into that series and it's like but that was a longer series you know 12 episodes rather than 10. And also, there weren't as many characters around. Obviously, Nardole was there as well, but he wasn't in every episode, so it was a little different. I do feel yeah. like there's a few threads 
with them that I would have liked to explore a little bit more. Although maybe they will be yeah. in this last episode. Who knows? Well, yeah, I hope so. I think as well it's about getting a better sense of each character's individual relationship with the Doctor. Mm. So having that, I, yeah, Nardole was kind of in and out, but, but let, 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 you know, I think you got a real sense of the Twelfth Doctor's relationship with Bill and yeah. how it was different to his relationship with Clara, say, and, and, different, you know, and it was different to previous Doctor's relationships with their companions. And I don't feel like there's been, it's, it's quite as solid, you know, how the Doctor interacts with, Graham or how the Doctor interacts with Ryan. I think our, I think the, the relationship that is the best established as well is the Doctor's relationship with Yaz. Mm, like you definitely. say, they, you kind of go, what's what's their dynamic? And you go, well, yeah, like you say, Yaz is kind of enamoured with the Doctor, is, is a little bit sort of starry-eyed and yeah, almost, or some would say literally, in love with the Doctor. Um, and that's kind of, you know, that's kind of their dynamic that Yaz is wowed by the Doctor. Um, and I don't feel like, particularly, like, I never felt like the show really dug into what the Doctor's dynamic with Ryan was, yeah. um, which, which, is, which is a shame. Because cause when he is given the material, I think, you know, Toast and Cole is, is fantastic. And I agree. I think Resolution is probably his, his finest hour, that scene in the cafe where he's kind of taking his absentee dad to task. I remember watching that and going, this is great. Like, he's really good in this scene. We haven't seen this Ryan much, if at all. He was pretty good, actually, in the very first episode as well, The Woman Who Fell to Earth. I think he was good in that one. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely, like, had his moments elsewhere. But, but I do feel like... I feel like Yaz got the, the lion's share of the dramatic development. Um, you know, Bradley Walsh's Graham had some nice moments uh, and, you know, dramatic moments and got to be very funny throughout. And I feel like um, Ryan had a few, you know, kind of little, like, episodic arcs, but I don't feel like we dug into him... Um, as thoroughly I'd say he came off like the most underserved of, of the three I think as well the fact that we had in series 12 there was a lot of guest cast obviously we had people like the master who kind of you know have a kind of one-to-one -one thing with the doctor or quite a lot and also you know Joe Martin's doctor when she turned up in episode five mm. you had these quite big leads who kind of had a relationship with the doctor independent of the companions do you know what I mean like mm. the master and the doctor were normally facing off when the others weren't really there and same with um you know, the Joe Martin Doctor, they never, they met Ruth, but they never met her. And so it's kind of interesting. And obviously, I mean, you had a little cameo from Captain Jack as well, though he did interact with them. But it's kind of like, I think that meant the oxygen was gone a little bit to have that kind of room in series 12 with Graham and Ryan. I mean, similarly, remember how big the guest casts were for so many of the episodes, like Orphan 55, uh, yeah. Praxius. Um, yeah. it, I well, think it worked for... Um, what was it called? The Haunting of Villa Diodati, because, you know, they're all kind of historical figures, so you kind of get who they all are. But some of the yeah. episodes had just such a large guest cast, it's like, Graham's storyline is Can't Find the Loo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I remember we definitely talked about this at the time when we were reviewing the episodes, is you've already got four leads, like, even servicing, you know, four characters across, across um, an, an hour or slightly less of television, isn't all that easy to do and then you've got maybe like four or five guest characters as well who you have to establish and you know take them on a, on a journey as well and it just it, frequently you ended up that the doctor was kind of front and center as is you know only, only right and correct and then the guest cast are getting a lot of um development and a lot of story and then the companions not always but sometimes were kind of ju just just there to stand around and, and um ask questions which is the kind of the role of a cliched role of the companion you never really want them to to fall into like I think Praxius is a great example where um Warren Brown and Matthew McNulty's characters have like a whole journey they go on a whole arc um what did 
Ryan, um, Graham and Yaz do in that episode, they were just kind of stock companions in that in that particular episode. Not, and again, that's not always the case. Other episodes have definitely served those characters better. But sometimes that, that could happen. I just remembered in Spyfall, you had um, uh, Ada Lovelace and Noor Iniat Khan as well as like, as like yeah. mini companions. Like there were so many like guest companions who kept popping up in the series. Like it's interesting, I think as well, part of my interest in the idea of having just a Doctor and Yaz series is I feel like to kind of make it work, a lot of the time in the previous series, they had to split the Doctor up from the companions or at least split them into teams because there were so many characters to have like an A and a B story within that. Whereas before quite a lot of the time, the, the Doctor and Rose might, say the Doctor and Rose might split up. Mm but they'd often also be together meeting these sort of extra characters. And I'd be quite interested to see a bit more of that. Do you know what I mean? It'd be yeah. quite interesting to kind of have that slightly more, able to have that slightly more focused story with guest cast because yeah. Yeah. you have a smaller regular cast. You know, you only have say two people who are in every episode. You know, like when you think about it, like having four, you know, regulars in every episode plus whoever else you need in the story, mm. it builds up. Like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be di difficult to find time. And I think some writers worked better than that with others definitely like there's definitely some really strong episodes i don't want this to seem like we're slagging off graham and ryan because i actually think they're really good companions it's just like you know it's just kind of now that we know where the end point is you're kind of like oh that thing that i hoped would happen with them maybe won't now do you know what i mean yeah yeah no absolutely like if anything we're like it feels like maybe those characters didn't reach their full potential and yeah. if they had if they had been part of a slightly different um you know doctor companion setup those characters and those performers could have really thrived and as it is they've had their moments but maybe like you say they're not not achieved their full potential and hopefully I'm glad I'm really glad that even though those two are leaving I'm really glad that it's not just a, a clean slate and that Mandip Gill is staying on as Yaz because yeah. then they can they can build on what we already kind of know about Yaz and hopefully that character will now kind of you know reach her full Full potential. Kind of sorry, I was going to say, I was just say it'd be kind of interesting as well. Like, if they do bring in another companion, like we think they maybe or maybe won't do. Like, mm. what's Yaz going to think about that? You know, it's one thing traveling with the two people who she's traveled with for ages. Who's this new person coming in? You know, I remember we had a hint of it with Rose and Mickey back in the day, where Rose was supposed to be annoyed about Mickey coming along and kind of stealing the yeah. thunder, and then that never really went anywhere. And I'm sort of like, we've never really had that. That kind of one companion resenting another companion, at least initially. You have a little bit with you know ex companions bickering or whatever. I don't know, I feel like that could be kind of quite a fun way to kind of, you know, tell the story. Yeah, no, it'd be interesting because Yaz is quite enamoured with the Doctor and is so close with the Doctor. Someone else coming in, how she would feel about that is definitely something that would be, that would be fun to explore. Definitely. Uh, how, how, how do we think Graham and Ryan will leave, though, in, in Resolution of the Daleks? So well, Revolution of the Daleks, so confusing. Resolution, yeah. Revolution. Um, Ryan was kind of saying... Oh, I want maybe we should think about ending like about five episodes in <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. to the series. So I can imagine him wanting to just sort of go and have a more normal life. I don't know. It's it, it's interesting because you you basically the only thing we know about it is Christian Long here, as I said, it's very emotional. And obviously any companion leaving is emotional, and you know, especially if Yaz is carrying on, it could be quite like, oh, you know, whatever. But you do wonder if there's gonna be a tragedy. Like we we, you know, we've heard Graham being worried about his cancer coming back or whatever. Mm. There's a lot of Daleks around. I think you had an idea for what could happen. It's an, it's an idea, but it wasn't one I'm particularly enamoured with, which was I could, I could see them doing something where Graham, you know, Graham was, was worried that his, his um, you know, he could fall ill again. And could something like that happen? You know, he, he finds out that actually his, his cancer has returned, but then he ends up sacrificing himself 
um, to save the others from the Daleks in a you know, heroic exit. Um, and then off the back of that, Ryan is so devastated that he's lost his granddad that he decides to stay on Earth. And actually, the seeds have been sown for Ryan to leave, I think, already, yeah. you know, in um, series 12, you know, those, um, his dynamic with his, with his friend and sort of saying, you know, oh, you've sort of, you've sort of turned your back on us a little bit. When are you going to come back and, and you know, and care for your friends? So, so, so that would work. And, and also, you know, they are up against the Daleks. Um, you kind of, if, if there aren't, and sort of high stakes and sometimes you know consequences the Daleks can sometimes feel a bit like a, um you know like they 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 don't they don't they're not as formidable as their reputation suggests so maybe something like that would help to really kind of establish establish them as 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 formidable foes and also don't forget you know Chris Chibnall wrote Exit Wounds um mm. for, for Torchwood and killed off Tosh and Owen in sort of heartbreaking fashion um so I don't think you should rule out a tragic death for Graham and or Ryan well, we've not really had a companion death death for a while. I mean, I guess Grace died in the very first episode of Jodie Whittaker's tenure, but she wasn't quite a companion yet. Um, yeah. And, I and, did, then, I, and then... Sorry. We did have Bill become a Cyberman and then die, but then get resurrected as a sort of, you know, intergalactic puddle lady. So that was Yeah, fine, and Clara was frozen in time and River Song was living in a pen or whatever. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's there's usually some way around it. Parallel universe, oh, you've lost your memory, you know. Um, yeah. It's just, just Adric, just Adric gets to die. Um, <laughs> I, I guess it means, I mean, to be honest, the idea you had about Graham being ill and then sacrificing off is almost a get out in terms of like, it would be sad, but it would have been not as sad because it wouldn't have happened anyway. Like, I do feel yeah. like it would be kind of a downer if Graham or Ryan died in the episode and then the doctor's like, this right, is why, <laughs> Yeah, well, this is why I'm not so enamoured with that idea. Like, I, I, there's a sort of neatness to that idea, that Graham idea. But also, I just think, do I really want to see Bradley Walsh, you know, a terminally ill Bradley Walsh, you know, be, be horribly exterminated on New Year's Day? Not particularly. Um, It'll set the tone so. for the year very well, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they definitely filmed this. Oh no, they filmed it in 2019 actually, so it's not yeah, a product of 2020. Um, so that's one option. But also, something else that occurred to me was we sort of haven't really talked about the Captain Jack Hartness of it all. Oh yeah, that's which true. is which is one theme of this episode. And it was something that um, cropped up in the trailer is um, you know being separated from the Doctor, which is something that um, at the moment Yaz, Graham, and Ryan are all separated from the Doctor after the events of the Timeless Children, and Captain Jack is there to say, you know. You never get to choose, or something—it's something along the lines of you know you don't you might not get to choose when the doc you the doctor leaves you and that kind of thing, and which is obviously something he has experience with. So mm. maybe we'll it'll be more of a kind of Captain Jack or or Rose's original departure style of exit where um, Graham and Ryan are cut off mm. from the Doctor and Yaz for some reason. Yeah, maybe Yaz is the only one, only one of them can reach the Doctor in her space prison and to save her. And But then once they've done that, they can't return to Earth. Or, you know, something along those lines. And and Jack's presence would play into that nicely because he kind of set the scene for this idea of you may be torn asunder from the Doctor at any time. Well, that feels like that's the kind of, going to be a big theme of the episode, doesn't it? Because it's like, definitely yeah. he can relate to Yaz about like missing the Doctor and wanting the Doctor back. And it looks like in the trailer, Yaz is kind of, trying to learn how to use the TARDIS or try and work out the TARDIS that they have, how it works possibly, or trying to track down the Doctor anyway. And it's kind of like, that's a little like what Jack ended up doing. Like when he was lost to the Doctor, he kind of tried to be a Doctor-like figure. He tried to sort of mm. help out. Which am I right about what I was saying? When you first said, uh, Captain Jack of it all, I was like, is a Graham and Ryan going to join Torchwood? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this is what this is what um yeah, Revolution of the Daleks is actually setting up. Is uh is the next series of talk. Well, do you remember when I think it was at the end of series four? There was a lot of talk about um Mickey and Martha, and whether they were going to appear as as um, Torchwood regulars in the next series of Torchwood. Um, they were supposed so, to. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, then they were briefly supposed to, right? So maybe uh, this is all setting up a, a relaunch of Torchwood, starring John Barham and Bradley Walsh and Tosin Cole. I mean, what a world! That, that that would be great. <laughs> Could put that energy out into the universe. Um, just you know, Ryan sort of sulking as he has to meet another alien. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, no, I think it could be interesting. I, I'm kind of really interested to see how they're going to play it. Like you said, that I mean, there is also the other option that maybe they won't be gone for good. I mean, we know that Tosin Cole has another gig uh, doing an American courtroom drama, which I think he's currently filming actually. Um, but I do think that they, we, I'd sort of, there's been a suggestion rumors and stuff that it might not be the last we see of the characters in like they might be kind of a martha jones situation where they would like pop back for an episode so you know it could be that they do leave peace for you they kind of just like you know what we're done with this but you know what yaz stay in touch and then maybe you know on an earth set episode bradley walsh could still take part of it because like he does seem to genuinely really love being part of the show bradley walsh mm. and like you can see why he'd not want to do it because it seems like it's been an insane stressful like scheduling issue for him but you yeah. know maybe he could guest star you know he could do a couple of weeks here and there possibly and that might be kind of a nice way to kind of not lose them entirely although this isn't something that you know i necessarily think would happen or know anything about but you know i'm just kind of like it would be kind of nice to still have that t connective tissue to the original fam because you know is it still the fam if it's not those those three people you know I, is, is the I, doctor gonna I, add people is the doctor gonna stop saying that <laughs> <laughs> I think what Jodie Whittaker said is that the fam as a four is no more. But that uh, seems to suggest that it's still a fam with just the two of them. If there's a, as, as a third or a second companion added to you know, make it a trio, that'll still be, it'll be just be a new fam. So I don't think we're, we're done with, uh, with the fam quite yet. Like, like or load that term. Yeah. Um, but what do you think? I mean, do you think that we're in line for a new companion I'm, I'm sorry i'm asking our listeners now not morgan um do you do you have any ideas about who'd be a good new companion uh you know we've got an article on radiotimes.com listing some of our runners and riders uh which you can have a look at if you want uh but you know you might have a different opinion do you think they shouldn't have any new companions they should just stick with yas and also you know what do you think might happen in graham and ryan's exit we have just under a month before we actually find out so you know make it snappy if you're listening to this in 2021 you're too late Time has passed. Watch it on iPlayer. It's there now. It's not, it's not there now, now. But, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, we'll hopefully be back next week actually talking about the Daleks, like we promised, unless there's any more massive news. You know, David Tennant returns. Uh, you know, the Zygons get their own spin-off. Any of that. That would be great, actually. Let Zygons be Zygons. Um, there you go. <laughs> Animated spin-off coming to YouTube. Yeah. Um, if any of that happens, then, sorry, we'll be talking about that. But, yeah, hopefully we'll be talking about the Daleks. Uh, until then, I've been Hugh. I've been Morgan. Uh, and like Bradley Walsh and Tosin Cole, this is us saying goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>